Well, it's good to be back with you today. Uh, this is Pastor Sam with Parsha Perusal. Shalom and welcome. And uh, we're going to be looking at Parsha Vayera. Uh, we did skip uh, last week's Parsha. I was out of town and was not able to do it. So next year we'll get around to that. But uh, Genesis 18, 1 through twenty two twenty four is Vayera. And uh, it's always been um, kind of a favorite passage, at least the first part of this has been fav a favorite passage that I've had. Uh, just really underscores the relationship that Abraham had with the Lord by faith. Um, we see here in Genesis 18, 1, I'm going to go ahead and start reading there. Then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth trees of Mamre as he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day. So he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground and said, My Lord, if I have now found favor in your sight, do not pass on by your servant. Please let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your hearts. After that, you may pass by inasmuch as you have come to your servant they said, do as you have said. So Abraham, Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah and said, quickly, make ready three measures of, of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the herd, took a tender and good calf, gave it to the young man, and he hastened to prepare it. So he took butter and milk and the calf which he had prepared and set it before them and stood by them under the tree as they ate. Then they said to him, certainly return. Uh, and he said to them, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. Oh, then they said to him, sorry, where is Sarah, your wife? So he said here in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife shall have a son. Sarah was listening at the tent door, which was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, no, but you did laugh. <laughs> so I love this passage. First of all, just that closeness, that relationship that Abraham has with the Lord uh, it, to such an extent that the Lord appears uh, with two other men to Abraham. Uh, it says, then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth trees of Mamre as he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day. So we know that one of these three men are the Lord. Um, what does that mean? Well, we believe it is the Son, because uh, later on Yeshua says, no one has seen the Father at any time, but the Son, he has revealed him. So this is an appearance of God uh, as the Son. Uh, the only uh, aspect of God or part of God that we ever get to see and he appears to Avraham. He appears to Abraham. And um, notice Abraham's response. Now, I'm not sure Abraham immediately knew that this was the Lord. Uh, 
Um, yeah, I think Abraham was a very, uh, you know, he's very hospitable, uh, very much like the culture of that day, but even more so, uh, Abraham was one of those that was, he was just, he was a good guy. He was a good man. And he wanted to make sure those around him felt, uh, um, like they were valued and treasured. Abraham was a man that built relationships. He was a networker. He, he was somebody who talked to many people. He was somebody who had integrity. And so Abraham here is offering them, he's like, you're, you're coming through my, my area. You've come to visit me. I want to do everything I can to make you comfortable. Here, sit down. Uh, I'm going to bring you some water, wash your feet, rest yourselves under the tree. And I will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your hearts. After that, you may pass by inasmuch as you have come to your servant. So in that you visited me, I want to make sure that you are taken care of. Um, Abraham had that kind of heart. And it was more than just being hospitable. It was more than just the culture. It was truly his heart. It was one of the things I believe that God really loved about Abraham. And uh, so the response from these three men is, do as you have said. So Abraham hurried to the tent to Sarah, and he says, quickly make ready three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cake. So getting his wife in on this, you know, go make some food. We have, we have some visitors. Please make some food. They're important. And Abraham ran to the herd. He took a tender and good calf, the best calf, and gave it to a young man, and he hastened to prepare it. And he took butter and milk and the calf, which he prepared, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree as they ate. So here, these three men are actually eating, eating in Abraham's sight. Um, and they said to him, then, then, you know, somewhere during this meal, they say to Abraham, where is Sarah, your wife? So he said, here in the tent. Now, I think at this point, Abraham's starting to think, this is not just, well, first of all, the way they appeared to begin with, they were standing there all of a sudden, but they're asking about his wife. Now, we have to understand at this point, Abraham has had men asking about his wife for a very long time. Um, both uh, uh, Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh and, um, uh, you know, there was, a, there was another uh, king that also uh, asked about Abraham's wife, you know. Uh, so Abraham's wife was a very beautiful woman. Uh, at this age, she was quite, quite old, past childbearing, but still beautiful, obviously. Um, and so I think probably the first thing that Abraham's going is, who are these guys? You know, why are they here asking about, uh, Sarah? And so he responds here in the tent. And then the response is, and he said, now who's talking here? It's the Lord. I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. So, um, you know, it gives a little commentary. It says, now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. But at this point, at this point, now Abraham knows this is not just a happenstance. This was not just a, uh, you know, these guys are not just travelers that he is entertaining. This is the Lord. This is the Lord speaking. I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife shall have a son. Now God had promised 
that through his own son, uh, that, that Abraham would have his own son, that through Sarah, he would have a son, not through, um, you know, anyone else, uh, not through Hagar, but through Sarah, that he would have a son. So this is important because uh, God is now saying, I'm going to, I'm going to keep my promise to you. And he, so Abraham at this point realizes he's talking to God, that these people that he is entertaining. Now, I, I can't help but think about this, um, where in the, in the Brit HaDashah, in the New Testament, it talks about uh, that we need to be careful to entertain strangers uh, because uh, without knowing, some have actually entertained angels. Uh, well, here, not only do you have two angels, but you have the Lord himself that Abraham gets the privilege of entertaining. And, I, you know, one of the things that I have to think about this is, is Abraham's response. This is how he was to every stranger that came through. You know, he was one to... Uh, make, you know, to come and do whatever he could for them, to help them. This was Abraham's heart. And because he has this heart, this good heart, this heart of love, and, and also a heart of faith, he gets the privilege here of entertaining uh, not only strangers, but he gets the privilege of being able to entertain the Lord. And he gets the blessing and the further commitment from the Lord that the Lord will uh, keep the promise that he has made to Abraham. And here's, uh, you know, Sarah, you know, I don't know, by now she's probably finished and she's probably cleaning up after making the meal, but she's listening to everything going on. And so Sarah hears this and she's laughing. She's like, oh, that's hilarious. What, I'm going to have another child? Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself saying, after I have grown old, shall I have pleasure? my Lord being old also? Am I going to truly, seriously, am I going to have another child? And uh, God says to Abraham, actually, he responds, he says, why did Sarah laugh, saying, shall I surely bear a child since I am old? So, you know, this is another proof right here uh, that this is the Lord. Now, Abraham already knows this is the Lord by now, but nobody heard Sarah laugh. She laughed within herself, and yet she had laughed. And then the question uh, that the Lord has for Abraham and for Sarah, is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. In other words, I am going to keep my promise, Abraham. And I can't help but thinking that there are times in our life, maybe not, you know, like this where it's talking about a child, but Maybe it's, it's spiritually things that are happening or being born in our life that God has promised us. And we laugh about it because it seems so impossible. It seems like something that could never happen. And yet, God's response to us every time is, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is it really? Is there, is there anything really that God can't do? Of course, there's nothing that God can't do. And if God has promised, he will keep his promise. And that's what he's saying both to Abraham and Sarah right here. I'm going to keep my promise at the appointed time. What's the appointed time? His time, his will. His will is not our will. Many times the appointed time for us would have been yesterday. But at the appointed time, he's going to keep his promise. And all you and I are called to do is trust him and have faith. And here you have Sarah and Abraham. They've probably been thinking for a long time that, you know, when is this promise going to happen? When is this really going to happen? When are we going to have this child that God has promised? 
And yet God hasn't forgotten. His timing is perfect and he's still ready to do it. And then, of course, Sarah, you know, she doesn't, she, she's afraid. So she says, I, I, I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. What are you talking about? And he said, no, but you did laugh. You did laugh, Sarah. And, and that's that special, <laughs> that's that specialness of God. You know, he knows our heart. He knows our thoughts. He knows our struggles. He loves us in spite of it. And I love that, that God gets the last word here, even with Sarah, even with this, this woman. Normally, um, I know as men, we're usually accused of getting the last word, but normally our wives get the last word. Well, in this case, Sarah didn't get the last word. God got the last word. And uh, she did laugh, even though she denied it, and God corrected her. But he does it in a loving way. He does it, I, I don't know what the look on his face was, but it was probably a little bit, I think, uh, knowing Sarah, knowing Abraham, and knowing what we see in Scripture about the Lord, that he had a little bit of a smile on his face where he said, no, but you did laugh. You know, <laughs> what, Sarah, you're going to argue with me? You're truly going to argue with the Lord and say you didn't laugh? No, you did laugh. Notice that's the end of the argument. Sarah doesn't argue anymore, which is amazing to me. She doesn't say anything else. She goes with it. Um, and then they turned their, their mind and their thoughts and everything to something else that they also wanted to discuss with Abraham. But I love this interaction. In, and it is God once again affirming his promise and that he is going to keep his promise. And I just want to say for us today, we can trust the Lord. God will keep his promises. He doesn't promise things and then go back on it. Um, even if it seems like a very long time, even if it takes a long time to get there, he still keeps his promise. So why don't we go ahead and close this uh, with prayer and then with the ironic blessing. And thank you for joining me today. Father, I just pray right now that you will bless each person listening to this broadcast. And uh, Lord, that, that uh, we will remember that you do keep your promise, that you are good, that we can't hide our feelings and our emotions from you because Lord, you know our hearts. And Lord, there's no reason to hide it because you love us and you want that closeness, that relationship, just like Abraham had. And Sarah also developed a close relationship with you where they could commune directly with you. You've made that possible through Yeshua for every single one of us who believe and trust in the work of Yeshua, that we can have that kind of relationship. So Father, we thank you for that. Help us to learn from that. Help us not to doubt, but to trust you, to never doubt your promise, no matter how long it seems before that, that how long it's been since you promised, but we will never doubt it. And Lord, help us to hold to that. And we pray all of this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Shalom. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.